0: Welcome back to another podcast of Servants of God SOG Network. We thank you for joining us. It's been a mighty blessed Sunday for us. We just got out of the service. We're still feeling the Holy Spirit running through our veins. I'm here with Brother Randy. This is Brother Nathan Cobb. Uh, It's just a blessing to have you all listening to our podcast. We're very blessed. and We thank, uh, give a great quick shout out to Anchor uh, for letting us do these podcasts for free. Brother Randy, is there anything that's been laid on your heart to say at this moment? I just want to thank the
1: Lord to give us another day, uh, another day to be in His house. That's right. I tell you what, it's been uh, some incredible services today.
0: Witnessed uh, a couple of baptizers today, didn't we? Just, <laughs> just in today?
1: Actually, that yeah, both services. I uh, got three baptized today. Come in tonight to service, and they were filling it up for round two today, I guess. So. I guess the little girl, she uh, had contacted Brother James and was coming tonight to be baptized. So. The Lord's
0: good. The Lord's still in a saving business, and uh, we're very blessed to witness that. But now, after baptism, we have newcomers coming into Christ, and what I want to discuss is maybe steps they need to take. And uh, I would call this podcast uh, Crawling Before You Walk.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I agree with that. And what I mean by
0: that is walking in the Spirit, of course, after accepting the fact that if you were to die today in your sins, where would you go? Would you go to heaven or would you go to hell for eternity? Then, after you ask the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit to come into your heart and save you and be the Lord of your life, you seek serenity or you seek His kingdom, and He grants you the serenity of peace and joy in your heart. Then, after you do all that, then it's time to do what Paul wrote in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 11 and 12. The good fight of the faith is on. The evil one is coming at you. He is looking at you and coming at you. But it says in 1 Timothy, it says, But thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow after the righteousness, the godliness, the faith, the love, the patience, the meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, wherein thou, and art also called, and has professed a good confession profession before many witnesses. The fight, fight the good fight, and profess many before witnesses. Profess what? Would you? What would you add right there, Randy? What would you Profess. I mean, you got. Bible tells us that if we.
1: Uh, confess Jesus before the world who confesses before the Father so Amen. I mean I know confess and profess but you got to profess Jesus in your life I mean when you get saved it's a it's a whole new beginning uh, I remember when I got saved even as a, a little boy you know I, I rededicated my life you know years later but even as a 8, 9 year old kid I remember just uh and just music you listen to. And I know at eight, nine year old, you probably ain't listening to anything really crazy, right. but you know, still it, the music, you know. It, it's
0: a definite influence on Yeah, you. it was uh, a- an impact.
1: I mean, I'll tell you, it was funny because the morning I got saved, it was Sunday morning. It was actually right before we went to church that morning. Um, my uncle Scott had came over and uh, been with us that weekend and was going to church with us that, that Sunday morning. And I got I got saved before we went to church, and I rode with him, and he was listening to some 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 kind of rock and roll. And I remember just mm-hmm. first thing in my head was like we shouldn't be listening to that. You oh yeah. Know? And I remember telling him that.
0: Probably ACDC, if I was a guess.
1: I think it was uh, the Eagles, to be honest, Hotel oh. California. And uh, not you know. to be no name dropping, but <laughs> but I remember just looking at him it was like you know you shouldn't be listening to that. You know it's that's not. That's not what God would want. That's not right. godly music. Right. Which, I mean, still applies today. I mean, if it was a sin 100 years ago, it's still a sin today.
0: Amen. But, and that uh, <laughs> just testifies to our conscience deep within us that God has dwelled in our heart is knowing right from wrong. Yeah. I think, you know, whether you're a believer or not, you still have a moral, some faith of a moral that, hey, this is bad or hey, this is good. Yeah. So, what we see is too many people, just after they come to Christ, they stop after they convert with just being thankful that Jesus died on the cross for their sins, but are too soon to forget to make Him the Lord of their life. See, the book of Romans opens up with these words, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ. That's Romans 1 chapter 1, or verse 1. A servant of A servant is a person employed in the service of a government and in this case, a service of God and is a devoted and helpful follower or supporter. So basically, the job of a servant is to do whatever the master says to do. It's as straightforward as that. That means becoming a follower of Christ means we have to become become unashamed of the gospel. And I guess you can guess what my relay verse to that would be. I'll give you a hint. It's in Romans. Yeah. Go ahead and read it. Romans <laughs> Romans, uh, chapter 1, verse 16. It's one of my favorites. And I often, it's an inside joke with me and Brother Randy. I often, uh, I've pretty much built my faith upon, you know, becoming unashamed. That was one of the whole reasons that sparked this podcast was to get the word out there and not be ashamed. You know, it's been on a burden uh, me and brother andy's hearts to pro- profess the the word of god and bring others to christ through our our confession and in doing so we use this platform that we're trying to build up in the glory of god to reach out and strengthen his kingdom
1: well i mean it's just like this the whole podcast thing man we've been talking about this for for a few months oh yeah. and uh so I would, I'm pretty naive to, uh, you know, technology, technology. <laughs> old-fashioned, <laughs> old-school, old I don't really know a whole lot about it. I can use my phone, but even then I get, I don't really know what I'm doing, but, uh, oh, yeah. you know, God called me to preach, and uh, Lord, I'll, I'll preach any way I can preach. I don't, you know, the old preachers used to say growing up, I, I'll preach at the drop of a hat, and I'll drop the hat to do it, you know, but, there you go, um, I you know, growing, growing up, I was always, uh, you know, Brother Wolf. This morning, Brother Nathan Wolf was talking about how he peeled that sticker off his truck and was kind of ashamed. Oh, yeah. Man, I can relate to that. Growing up in church, oh, you know, like a, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you know this or not, but my my dad was a preacher, oh, yeah. and a pastor of a few, a couple of churches. And I remember going to school, and uh, I knew who Jesus was, and I know what. Right and wrong was, and had been baptized and you know everything like that, but uh, man I wasn't the first one to be telling anybody that you know no. I was a Christian and um, that kind of thing i I was really kind of living a worldly life, you know being a part of things and saying things and doing things that man just really kind of dishonored God all the way around
0: did not um People didn't see God. You wasn't the light that God has us to be.
1: Let's put it this way. Nobody knew I was a preacher's kid. You know uh, what I mean? Like it was-
0: uh, And usually that's 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 you know that's a defense that your flesh puts up because you don't want to be, you're you're you ashamed.
1: You're scared, you, you think somebody's gonna pick on you. Right. I mean, but well, now- they, they
0: hold you, you know, and I, I can't relate. My dad was a deacon. He was never uh, confessed that he's called to preach, but do would you consider it um was it a um a worry i guess you would call it of people holding you to a standard because you was the preacher's son
1: no i think it was more or less growing up being especially as a eight nine ten even a teenager uh i don't know i guess it was more of it wasn't the fact that uh confessing it, it was just more or less scared of being picked on like you know because
0: there't
1: huh. uh, there wasn't, a, there wasn't a, a lot of kids there was one in particular guy I went to school with he was a preacher's kid and uh, you know he was kind of withdrawn from everybody you know didn't really say anything nobody you know kept to himself and yeah. I, you know I was always trying to run around you know be you know,
0: Somebody. somewhat popular amongst right.
1: you know which I really wasn't and I'll be right. honest about it but the thing is looking back now at it though how i I'm kind of mad at myself for being that way knowing what I know now I mean Spirit. growing up uh, you know you're growing,
0: ashamed of being ashamed
1: it's, like Brother Nathan said I'm, it's embarrassing like why right. did why did I have to be that way like there's so much work I could have done for the Lord if I'd have just, you know...
0: Well, I think it's that five-letter word. It starts with P and ends with E. And it's called pride. You know, oh, I mentioned yeah. it during the service. you got to put your pride to the side. You've got to sacrifice. Yeah. And, um, you know, you riding around here with a sticker, the fish symbol that says Jesus on it. That may not mean nothing to you. And that's fine. It, at the end of the day, it is just a sticker. Yep. But I've been out... And the Lord's been talking to me in my vehicle and I drove by a cross and it just, I felt it in my heart, I, just a reminder that God was always there. It didn't matter how far we traveled away from Him yep. or if we got in our car and drove down the road away from people, He was still there. And you know, we need to take this, this into consideration about other people closely examining us as Christians. That's why I said, you know, when you first come to Christ, people are going to be attacking you. They're going to be analyzing you. And they're going to wait for you to slip up. Oh, yes. My and goodness. call you out yes. on your flaws because Satan is waging a war against you. And that's why it's very important to um, remember what Moses said in Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 12 Serve God wholeheartedly in whatever he calls us to do. Yeah. If he causes you to preach, and what do you got to do? We learn this in service. You got to sacrifice daily. You got to get in the word. You are responsible for a body of followers, a church that you have to lead and, and help others in their battles and their spiritual warfare and their daily walks and their calls as well. You know, I, I have a, a, a very, um, I guess it's not necessarily a burden, but a weight on me that, you know, I'm feeling my calling is to minister to the youth i mean some would call that a youth minister
1: yeah but no, i see that in you you, you you're showing signs of a minister and it's, it's just it.
0: now coming out i'm 28 year old and it's just now being revealed to me so don't you can't give up uh well, a, you think know,
1: i feel i've i've kind of run from god for like 10 years before i finally just announced that i was going to preach I'm fixing to be 37 year old.
0: And confess to me, your feeling physically when that happened.
1: When I actually stood up before the when church and told them I was yes. called to preach. Yes. Oh man, it was, it was like you had picked a 10 ton weight up off my chest. Like honestly. Oh yeah. Goodness, like it was, it was like a whole new
0: day. But it was almost like coming across the camp.
1: What did you say it, that? Man, it really was. It almost felt like I had just been completely, just uh, right a newborn babe in right. Christ.
0: But I remember the day. I, I was sitting there right in front of you, and you, you know, you you was, you was everything, but in the fetal position as far as crying. And I mean, I can relate because every time I get up in front of a crowd, I, I get nervous, I get shaky, I don't nothing comes to me because I get so tore up because I feel the Holy Spirit come on me and I feel that energy and I feel like I could just run through the walls.
1: Oh, yeah, goodness. I mean, the first and time it's I hard preached, to contain. the first time I preached, I was I was nervous because I had one message and then turned around and right before, <laughs> I mean, literally, the, the afternoon before I was supposed to preach that night, it was like the whole message changed and I had no idea we'll where that. it was going and I just, I didn't even know what to do.
0: But see, here, here's, you know, my, I guess my uh, message to you would be, you know, with that, you know that the service that you're delivering, or the message that you're delivering is anointed because that wasn't your plan going into it. Oh, no. You know, your I plan, already, when you had, had your had... message, you was yeah. confident and comfortable. And just like Brother James was preaching to us today, in the works of God, it takes un- uncomfortability. I don't know if that's the right terminology, but you got to step out of your comfort zone. Oh yeah, because I was
1: completely, I had something else completely like planned and like it was going a whole different direction and then like a 180 like two hours before. So I was not, you know, I'm not saying I wasn't ready for it, but
0: you know, I was, my mind was geared in a different direction. So, well, I think that it goes back to the saying, no pain, no gain and to spiritually grow You've got to experience some growing pains, whether that be uncomfortability or sacrifice, or just strengthening your spiritual um, well-being. Well, you got
1: to look at it like this, especially for a new Christian. You got to think about it. It not only think about it, but you need to look at it from this point of view. It is a war. It's a full-on war. I don't care absolutely what you what you think about the whole deal. It is a war. We got good versus evil, and you just you've just tready camps you went from the evil to the good you've confessed god you have you know you believe he he rose on the third day you've repented of your sins you've been baptized now you've received the holy spirit god's within you now amen so the devil's looking at you like you're a traitor bullseye on your back kind of deal
0: oh yeah target on you
1: take him down while he's still young so you know you got to yeah the only way you're going to survive is, you know, friends, good Christian friends. Brothers and
0: sisters in Christ.
1: Reading the Word of God. Amen. And praying. First and foremost. I mean, literally, just like a, a Miller's wife, I forget her, her name is Linda, Linda. said, the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning is thank God for another day definitely and it's asking to help you through the day he's giving it
0: and as we see in Ephesians chapter 6 to put on that armor of God that whole armor because if yeah. there's a crack or there's a crevice he is going to try his best to creep in yeah I think it was the uh,
1: last part of verse 13 having done all to stand
0: that's absolutely having done right. all to
1: stand read your bible and pray
0: and you know going back to the kind of workout uh, analogy It's just like, you know, you pick up a ball or you pick up a a tool to use in sports, you're not gonna be automatically good with it. You're gonna stumble, you're gonna, you're gonna, you know, if you've ever seen a
1: baby deer being born. You speak for yourself, I'm a natural.
0: (laughs) No, I'm, (laughs) (laughs) well, I'm still working on mine. I'm praying to God that he he will change it. But if you ever seen a baby deer being born, they come out of the womb, they try to stand up, and this is really any animal they they fall right back down they get up and them legs are wobbly and it looks like they're sliding on ice man oh goodness just because they've they've been born and it's no different different Christ, you've been reborn this is your second birth so
1: the old saying you can't run before you walk like you can't just hit the ground running and expect to be fully you know geared and prepared to face everything that's going to come your
0: way it don't happen like that and that all comes back and tied into crawling before you walk in the spirit Um, You know, we are here on the podcast. We thank you for joining us. We're going to wrap it up. But on the next episode, we want you to join us as we continue on steps thereafter becoming a new follower of Jesus Christ. Um, We just, the main reason we're doing this podcast is to reach out to unbelievers and even believers that's already accepted that may be stumbling and kind of turning their back, you know, slowly
1: but surely. There might be somebody out there that just needs to hear hear a word from somebody that's, you know, living well, this.
0: The problem is we live in a day and time where Christians are being silent. And, you know, they may be talking to God, but they're not talking to the, the fellow, their fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. And when you profess His name, that strengthens the belief and that strengthens the faith. And somebody yep. else may be stumbling that you can pick them up. But as we close, we just want to thank everybody for listening, taking the time out of their busy schedules, and, and most importantly, thanking God for providing all that we need and uh, all that we'll ever need. And we thank Him for just salvation in general and thank Him for always being um, graceful and merciful. No matter how, how far we go, if you're listening to this, if you're hearing this, it's not too late to turn to Christ. He's mm-hmm. waiting there. He's been waiting there his whole time with his hands wide open just mm-hmm. saying turn to me come to me i love you i still love you it don't matter how dirty you are he wants you right where you are you don't have to get your life right before you don't have to clean up you don't have to clean house he's just saying let me in he's knocking
1: he'll clean it up when he gets in
0: amen man i'm going to ask brother uh, randy just to close us in prayer
1: dear most kind and gracious heavenly father we just thank you for this wonderful opportunity to sit here and just uh, just talk about you and your word And Father, I pray, Lord God, that this has reached somebody's heart, somebody's life. Father, maybe it's an encouraging word or just some direction in their life to help them through what they're going through. And Father, I pray you just continue to bless each and every one of us, Lord, just continue to watch over us. Father, just help us to continue to spread the gospel. Father, we give you the honor and the glory and the praise for it all. For it's in Jesus' holy name we ask and pray. Amen.